Welcome to the selection show for 2009 Mission Madness presented by NASA Edge. What we've done here is put together a competition based on March Madness, but instead using NASA missions and competition. That's right, Blair. We have actually 64 missions, past, present, and future, broken up into four regions to see who's the greatest mission of all time. And those four regions, or in this case, themes are exploration, space ops, aeronautics, and uh, science. Voting will begin March 19th through the 20th. So beginning with the Nebula Division, the High Altitude Airborne Science Aircraft, ER-2, versus Apollo 11. Mars Phoenix versus XV-15, where tilt rotor technology was developed. The Far Ultraviolet Spectroscopic Explorer versus the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter. Terra versus the Hubble Space Telescope. Freedom 7 versus STS-114, the 2005 return to flight mission. The STS-26 returned to flight in 1988 against the Wilkinson Microwave Anisoprety Probe. Friendship 7 versus SR-71, and the Solar Terrestrial Relations Observatory, or STEREO, versus the Mars Pathfinder. And what do you guys see in terms of matchups in this first division? This region's stacked, I think, uh, compared to the other three regions. And what I see potential in the, in the second round is an Apollo 11 Phoenix matchup with a heavy hitter going into Sweet 16 between Apollo 11 and Hubble. I'm looking at the uh, Mars Phoenix and the XV-15 tilt rotor technology and Friendship uh, 7 against the SR-71. I think they'll be uh, key matchups. I will say that one thing too though, this is gonna be based on people's votes. So that's it's right. not what we feel, it's what, what you know, we think the public will, right. will think. And I think that what's interesting about this first round is you have two significant Mars missions going up against other missions and it's really going to determine whether or not how, how Mars is going to fare in the whole tournament. That's, that's true. In the stellar region, starting off, we have the Super Pressure Balloon going up against the Mars rover, Spirit and Opportunity. We have the F-8 digital fly-by-wire uh, technology going up against Mars Odyssey. The Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter, or MRO, uh, going up against Lunar Crater Observation and Sensing Satellite, LCROSS. We have the KC-135A looking at winglet technology going up against Expedition 1, the first resident crew on station. X-29 uh, going up against Clementine, AD-1, or the oblique wing, going up against STS-8, the first African-American to go into space, uh, Guy Bluford, who's a fellow Penn State graduate. Orion, going up against STS-88, where we had Unity and Zara uh, connected up in low Earth orbit. And finally, Apollo 13, made a movie out of it, Apollo 13 going up against the X-48, which is the blended wing body. A lot of good matchups here. Um, I think something that's very special there is uh, uh, Apollo 13, uh, because of the mission itself and w what took place to to get the crew back here to Earth, going up against uh, an untested uh, X-48. We have people out here looking into the future. They might look at X-48 as being something that NASA needs for the future. So uh, we'll have some old and new going up against one another there. I think that's my number one key matchup in, in, in the stellar region. I just think it's interesting. I think STS-8, my goal for them is to do better than Penn State actually does in the basketball tournament. So wow. I think that's kind of a key matchup too. Well, I see a couple key features. A potential Orion-Apollo 13 matchup in the second round where you could actually have the new spacecraft of Orion competing against the old Apollo spacecraft and this old school beat new school that's that's one matchup to look at and finally uh, at the very top we have the Mars rovers potentially going up against Mars Odyssey in the second round 
two Mars classic Mars ma- uh, missions going up against each other head to head. Again, I think you know very early on we're going to find out where people fall on this and whether they whether they're big history buffs, whether they like the tradition, or whether they're really excited about some of these things that are untested. In the galaxy region, we'll have uh, the Galaxy Evolution Explorer going up against Viking One and Two, uh, the F eight Super Critical Wing going up against the Ares One launch vehicle, Pioneer Ten will square off against Barrel or the Balloon Array for radiation relativistic electron losses. It gets points for just complexity of name. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the Bell X-1 against Themis, or time history of events and macroscale interactions during substorms. Aqua, the water satellite, against Apollo 8, the first man orbit to the moon. Uh, STS-7, the first American woman in space, against SOHO, solar and helospheric observatory. Rounding out, we have uh, Surveyor 1 against STS-93, the first female space shuttle commander, and Helios, the environmental research aircraft and sensor technology against the original Skylab. <laughs> oh, I like the ring to that. The original Skylab. The, ori- well, 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 the original ISS. The original the, the ISS. The ISS before it was a mission. Yeah. What kind of matchups do you see in this uh, particular region? Well, it's interesting. I think the one of the most interesting or intriguing to me is the uh, belly flop contest between Hel- Helios and uh, Skylab. Uh, that's an interesting. Both both came down in kind of interesting ways. Uh, I think that that Bell X One Themis matchup is. I think Bell X One will take it. What's going to be interesting is I in the second round I see a potential Pioneer Ten Bell X One matchup where you have the plane that broke the speed of sound against Pioneer Ten that's leaving the solar system. So you're looking at an aeronautic space uh, related theme. I agree. And then also Viking One and, and Two with the potential Ares One matchup. We're going to just find out how much support that Ares One is going to get versus Viking One and Two, which was the first landers that landed on Mars. It's just hard to go against Vikings because they're so tough. Yeah, you know? Leif I mean, Erikson was, was, was a pretty yeah. good Viking, wasn't he? And they yeah. pillage. And, and Minnesota's a halfway decent team. Yeah, that's but, a good but, point. But one more one point, Cross though, sports. just just to talk about STS-93, which people might, might learn about as they're studying the missions. You know, it was the first female commander in space. However, this was, this was the mission where they tested high-definition TV to be used later in the technology that we use today. So they were testing it up in shuttle uh, during that mission. Uh, one thing that we haven't mentioned so far but will play out is how spinoffs work in terms of these missions, right. in terms of how people vote. Well, here's the matchups for Horizon. First, we have uh, STS-95, which was the second John Glenn mission, going up against HyperX, the X-43, which broke the Guinness Book of World Records for the fastest vehicle. Uh, we have Trace uh, going up against Expedition 16, the first female commander to command an expedition mission on ISS. We have the F-15B, which is a fighter jet for the Air Force, but NASA has used it as a, one of the most versatile uh, test airplanes, beds. test beds around, versus the JWST, which is going to be the James Webb Space Telescope, which is, has not flown yet. We have NB-52, which is the B-52 going up against Lunar Prospector 1. The X-15, which at the time, back in the 50s and 60s, uh, reached altitudes of 67 miles and, and broke several altitudes records going up against Cassini-Huygens satellite that's exploring Saturn. We have the Aura, the mission dedicated to the health of the Earth's atmosphere going up against Voyager 1 and 2. STS-1, the first shuttle flight going up against the lifting bodies in general. There was a number of lifting body aircrats. Finally, New Horizons, the uh, mission to Pluto, planet or no planet, versus Gemini 4, which was the first American spacewalk. Yeah, that should be an interesting lineup. You know, one of the things that jumps out to me is some of the crossover of these missions, and it's interesting, uh, B-52, which actually dropped 
lifting bodies. Right. You know, they're, they they may end instead up going head, they, yeah, yeah, instead of bombs, and they, they may actually go up in head-to-head competition. One thing I noticed about uh, the, the brackets is that there are a lot of, uh, we talk about retrofits, the F-15, the, the B-2 bomber, which has been... B-52. Uh, B-52. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see how the people are going to see whether or not the uh, vehicles are actually relevant right. to them. Looking at some of the key matchups here, you know, I see a key matchup. I think, going back to your aeronautic theme, I think in the second round, you're going to see the F-15B going up against the NB-52. And I'd like to see what that matchup's going to be like uh, it won't, uh, from it there. It won't be. <laughs> okay, and then also I think uh, I think a classic second round matchup, which I think is going to be one of the most difficult to determine, is Cassini. I have going up against Voyager one and two. That's going to be a classic matchup. There. You're very presumptuous with some of your picks, but enough about what we think how these missions are going to play out. We're going to go to a break and then come back and hear from some special guests. And in fact, after listening to a special guest, I just might change my bracket because they know a heck of a lot more than we do when it comes to these missions. Well, I, I guess mean, there are no sheets of integrity in this no, group. To make a pick and stick to it. Oh, yeah. I have. I'll, I'll, I'll give my picked in the show. Okay. You're watching the 2009 Mission Madness Selection Show. Presented by NASA Edge. An inside and outside look at all things tournamental. <laughs> that was cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're back. A 2009 Mission Madness presented by NASA Edge. We have three special guests with us today. Be fun. Uh, first of all, we have Miles O'Brien, formerly of CNN and World Traveler. We have Keith Cowings, who is the uh, manager of NASA Watch. And finally, we have Melvin Farabee, who is the project manager for Lunar Surface Systems here at NASA Langley Research Center. Okay, so uh, we've announced Field of 64. Franklin, Blair, and I had a chance to talk about some key matchups, what we think. Now, you three have been at NASA much longer than we have, and, and Miles, you've been covering NASA for a long time. So we'll start with you, Keith. What do you see some matchups uh, from the four regions? Well, one of the that kind of got me interesting is uh, the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter versus LCROSS. And, uh, of course, MRO is circling around Mars, looking at all kinds of up close up, but L-Cross was about to slam into the moon, and while they're two different spacecraft, L-Cross is going to have one heck of an incoming uh, pan shot as it slams into the lunar surface, so I think there's some uh, great potential there for the wow factor, if nothing else. New Horizons versus Gemini 4, now that may sound like uh, pitting a baseball team and a basketball team together, but uh, Gemini 4, I remember watching, kind of, the spacewalk back in the old days when Miles and I were young and but um, New Horizons is kind of interesting because it's moving exceptionally fast through the solar system, heading for Pluto, which is still a planet, by the way. So those are the two that really sort of get my attention. I, I thought when that happened, you were babysitting Miles. <laughs> uh, Neil Tyson on three for you, uh, Mr. Cowing. <laughs> okay, uh, Melvin, let's go to you, Melvin. Uh, what do you think are some key matchups that you see in the, the first and second round? Well, first, in the whole slate of a 64, I can sum this all up in one word, Nebula. The winner of the tournament is going to come out of Nebula. Six out of my top eight are all in Nebula. So wow. there are great matchups all through this particular region. You know, I think that it is a travesty to see <laughs> Apollo 11 against Hubble in the round of 16. Even Friendship 7 versus Mars Pathfinder. You know, do you, you look at a guy who, uh, first American in space, who's on the cover of Life magazine versus a little rover that's on the cover of Time. Do they publish Life magazine anymore? No, true? they okay. don't. But yeah, I'm it's just kicking it old school here. <laughs> so we got three old school people here. Yeah, so that's uh, interesting. Well, well, Miles, what do you think? Well, I, will the Nebula matches be played in Madison Square Garden? Because I want to see that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think those are the good ones. I'm, you're, it is a little stacked, I've got to say. I've got to say that's a tough one. But then I, I look down at Horizon and I look at, uh, you know, STS-1, which is one of my personal all-time favorites, given the fact that those two guys strapped themselves into a craft that had never been tested before. John Young and Robert Crippen. In many ways, one of the gutsiest missions ever, when you think about that. Um, yeah, sure, they had crew escape, yeah, if you believe that those uh, ejection systems would have not put them right into the rocket plume. Um, and, uh, you, you know, you couple that with the Voyager missions, that's kind of an interesting one, but my eye still goes back to Nebula, and I look at, you know, Hubble versus Apollo 11, that, that's a tough bracket to, to beat. I, I suspect the winner, certainly the Final Four will, uh, will um, uh, be very strong coming out of there. The final two that come out of there are going to be very interesting. Well, it, it's I'm sen- sensing a trend from you guys. It seems like all the human uh, missions seem to bubble to the top, be the strongest uh, by far over any of the the uh, rovers, orbiters, things like that. Yeah, yeah. rovers can't throw touchdowns. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hey, how many how many schools how many schools have been named after rovers? And, and you know you know what they say? No no Buck Rogers, no bucks. You know when I look at my bracket. And this is interesting. I mean, I have the Mars rovers going pretty far in this tournament. I mean, look what Spirit and Opportunity has done over the last uh, several years. I mean, it was only supposed to last about three months, and, and it's still going strong. Yeah, but Steve Squires could have done what both of those rovers did in an afternoon. <laughs> no, I still I, I like Mars rovers in that bracket a lot. Uh, I mean, Apollo 13 is a, is a tough one on the human side of things, but certainly that wins on the robotic side of things in that bracket. There are a lot of aeronautics missions in here that you guys haven't even spoke about. Think about the SR-71, X-15, X-43. Those are uh, pretty impressive feats over the last uh, 40 years. Yeah, I mean, X-15 versus Cassini, that's an interesting one because, you know, talk about apples and oranges in many respects, but think of all the, the science that Cassini has generated, and then think of all the aeronautical design and the envelopes that were pushed with the X-15. That, that's an interesting one there. Well, X-15 and Cassini have something else going for them, and X-15 pushed altitude records, and if you recall, when Cassini buzzed uh, Enceladus recently, well, that was within 100 miles, so you've got one spacecraft going super high and another one going super low over a moon that's hundreds of millions of miles away. So there's actually some sort of strange relationship there. What are some missions that didn't make the field that you think uh, should have made this field of 64. I am really surprised that, that Apollo's Soyuz didn't mm-hmm. make the cut. I mean, that was the official end of the space race. Why it's not here, I have no idea. I don't understand why Elcross is in this field when it's still in a box on an interstate on its way to the case. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, can we confirm that it's <laughs> in a box on a crate on its way to the case? It's being pulled by a monster truck. That's right. <laughs> I sure hope it has a GPS transponder so we know where it is. Hey, Keith, do you have any uh, surprises in the in the field? You know, um, the one that I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of looking at here is uh, X-29 versus Clementine. Now, you may say, huh? Well, X-29 was kind of interesting. It, it had forward-swept wings, with, which was something that emerged from World War II. And uh, although you don't see forward-swept wings yet, it, the way it's paired against Clementine, and Clementine is a mission that everybody seems to have forgotten, but this was the original MacGyver spacecraft. So I think Clementine, we'll find out that Clementine is the precursor for a lot of the ways that NASA's going to go back and do stuff. And I don't want to say faster, better, cheaper. Oops, I just did. Oh, don't but do that. Something don't like that. Ouch. 
Well, you know, one thing about that, they say X-29 was flown by computer. It, it had to be because of the way it was built. Um, I say it would have been more successful if it was flown with a Mac operating system as opposed to a Windows operating I system. I absolutely agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We'll no, say, no comment for we'll me just, there. We'll just yeah. throw that one out well, there. I like the X-43 to go deep into the tournament, maybe even make the final four. Mm, wow. Well, uh, it'll, it'll certainly knock off John Glenn. Right. So. right. Well, yeah. well, well, speaking of... No, I think that's cool. Oh, no, I want to see Buzz Alder knock off John Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to our final four selection. Uh, Melvin, let's start with you. Who, who do you have in your final four? Coming out of Nebula, Apollo 11. Coming out of the Galaxy, Apollo 8. Coming out of the Stellar, Apollo 13. Let's not forget, failure's not an option. Coming out of the Horizon, the X-43. Wow. wow. Awesome. Heavily weighted in the Apollo years there, huh? Uh, yeah. All right, Miles, who, who do you think? I've got, I'm going to pick Hubble just to be different on Nebula, although Apollo 11 certainly would be a strong choice. Uh, coming out of uh, Galaxy, uh, I think, um, you know, Apollo 8, I think, is, was the gutsiest of the Apollo missions. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that one there for uh, Galaxy. I think uh, going into uh, Stellar... Uh, I'm just a huge fan of those Mars rovers. I'd like to see them uh, win. I just think that's been such a remarkable mission. The fact that they're still going uh, get, should get a lot of credit. And then, you know, uh, in Horizon, I'm going to really um, go out there and just to be, so I'm not accused of being favoring the man side of things, Voyager 1 and 2. Very interesting. Nice, very, very nice, good. Nice, good call. Right. Uh, Keith, what about you? I'm going to go with my gut. Absolutely go with my gut and how people will vote. I think it's going to be Apollo 11. Uh, I really think that a lot more people know what Bell X-1 was, that beautiful orange uh, uh, rocket plane. Uh, I think it's got a shot. I think that uh, uh, Expedition 1 and the International Space Station is going to give a run for its money to Apollo 13, but I think Apollo 13 will come out in stellar. And, you know, uh, Horizon's a real hard one. Uh, I would say that Cassini is probably going to edge that out because it's done a lot of really cool stuff of late. And as we said, you know, the public's going to be voting for this, and they're going to—it's going to be left up to them. And for the viewers out there, please take their suggestions to heart because these, these are three experts: Melvin, uh, Miles, and uh, Keith. Thank you very much, and uh, we look forward to seeing who the winner is going to be. Yes, absolutely. And remember, no wagering, please. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely fabulous. And getting some good feedback from everybody. But we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we're actually going to get some fan reaction to the brackets as well. See how they respond to this lineup of 64 teams. And then or at, missions, and at the end of the selection show, we're going to announce our final four. Absolutely. And With we'll some surprises. Yeah, we'll see who has their, their finger on the pulse of what's <laughs> happening at NASA. <laughs> That's right. Hey, you're watching the selection show for 2009 Mission Madness. Brought to you by NASA Edge. the selection show for 2009 Mission Madness. But now we want to take a look and see what our uh, some maybe some of our Facebook friends have to say about this lineup. On the line we have uh, Don and uh, Becky. Uh, hello. 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 And uh, now we want to hear what, what you guys think in terms of the brackets. Don, let's start it with you. Uh, what are some key matchups you see in this tournament? Well, uh, it's kind of interesting. If you look in the stellar bracket, I mean, you've got the Mars Exploration Program kind of in a, a mini elimination tournament starting out. I mean, you got MRO and Odyssey <laughs> and the Rovers kind of going at it in the early rounds. So that's going to be interesting to see who, you know, makes it all the way to the Elite Eight. Over in the Nebula bracket, it's kind of interesting, too. You've got Apollo 11, potentially, if they can make it through some early uh, matchups up against Hubble. 
You know, it's interesting. I, I, you mentioned the Mars uh, mini round over over in Stellar because there's actually one forming in Nebula too. You've got uh, the Phoenix versus the Pathfinder. Oh, true. Becky, what about you? I am a Mars fan. I think Mars is exciting. I think the public enjoys it. Um, I've got to stick with the Phoenix, and I've got to stick with the Pathfinder. If I go down to Galaxy, Viking, I mean, you can't argue with Viking. Its history is huge. Actually, um, you can argue with Viking. I mean, you cannot you know. argue with Viking. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> Apollo 8, I mean, what more do I need to say? But I still think Viking will overtake the Apollo 8 crowd. Wow. If I go over to Stellar, I am a Rover fan. Got our money's worth out of the Rovers, but I have to say, I think it's going to be a huge competition in the Stellar region between Rover and Orion because, you know, Orion is our next generation spaceship. That's a good point. If I go down to Horizon here, I am picking an underdog. I would love to see Pluto put back into the planetary system. Agreed. Yeah. So I think New Horizon, I predict, will go up against NB52, which is also cool in its own right, but I have to give it to the New Horizon because I'd love to see the underdog come out. She has Orion beating <laughs> Apollo 13, which won an Academy Award, I believe, starring Tom <laughs> Hanks. Don, well, what do you think about that? That's going to be a real interesting angle because, I mean, Apollo 13 clearly is going to be a sentimental favorite, sure. but, you know, ultimately the mission was a failure. You know, and Orion at this point is in that class of mission, which we've got a few here that haven't actually flown yet. So how those are treated, you know, by the fans when they're looking at, uh, you know, who, who moves on, it's really not clear at this point. I think Apollo 13 is going to be a tough one, though. She's a big fan of New Horizons, but I think there's a really good matchup in the second round between Cassini and Voyager. Yeah, we talked about that in the last segment. Yeah, the Grand Tour against the current Saturn mission, and, and the winner of that one's going to be tough to beat. I mean, New Horizons is an exciting mission, but that, that's going to be a real interesting, the way that shakes out through the Sweet 16. Uh, how did you guys uh, figure on the Battle of the Belly Flops with Helios and Skylab? Well, one was intended and the other one wasn't, so I think there's a little <laughs> bit of an advantage there. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's st you still have to rate the entry. That's you, know. you all don't see anything in these brackets for the aeronautics uh, side of the house? I did go with the new, the NB-52. Yeah, B-52. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's B-52 out of Dryden. The other one I like is the SR-71. I think the Blackbird may go far. I mean, yeah. it's got some tough Apollo competition there and, and some uh, Mercury competition, but I think they got a good shot. Right, I agree. Well, it is the Blackbird. Let's get a winner. Uh, Becky, I'll start with you. Who do you think is going to take this uh, tournament? Well, Chris, um, I think we need new forward-looking um, exploration and missions, and I'm going to have to stick with Orion. Oh, thank you. Wow. Goodness. She went with a manned mission. That's feel better. That's, that's true. Mm -hmm. Don, what about you? Well, uh, it's kind of a coin flip in the final. I've got the Rovers up against Hubble, and, and I just really don't know which way to go on that one. I'd probably go with the Rovers sentimentally, but... Oh, man, interesting. Well, you, know, it, you know, it's kind of interesting. I was going to wait to the final, se no, the final segment as we talk about our final uh, four. I actually have Mars, Rover, and Hubble as the final two in my bracket. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So... Looks like we're right on there. Hey, well, guys, well, thank you so much. Make sure uh, you get to the website, you vote uh, as many times as you'd like, and we'll talk more about that when we come back from break. Again, we're getting a lot of interesting feedback from, from folks. So when we, when we come back from the break, we're going to announce our final four. And Franklin, you've mentioned Arrow. I think Arrow is, is, a, is a sleeper here. I think it's not been getting a lot of love, but uh, I grew up on, on airplanes and, you know, uh, the right stuff and the Bell X-1, you know, and then you have the Apollo missions, but 
look 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 forward to you're, aeronautics you're, coming through. You're gonna be surprised when we select our, our, our mention our final four and we come back from break. I'm yeah. right there with you, buddy. I, I might have some arrow love to, to share with I others I because I'm a sharing them. kind of guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. You're watching the 2009 Mission Madness Selection Show. Presented to you by NASA Edge. I'm telling you, it could be interesting. It could be very Arrow all the way. (laughs) Good. Welcome back to the 2009 Mission Madness Selection Show. Brought to you by NASA Edge. Hey, guys, real quick before we get into our final four picks, uh, I honestly believe that Chandra and Spitzer are two missions that were left out of the field of 64 that should have been in there. Great observatories. And, and great observatories. We talked about them on past shows. So maybe in 2010, they'll get back in. Yeah, and, and Chandra gets a little nod in STS-93. but There's tons of missions out there. Uh, it, it was a difficult process for the selection committee to come up with the field of 64. Like you said, there's always next year, so maybe they'll, they'll make the cut. For us, man, coming down to my... my my final four is pretty hard. Yes. And uh, I- I'm going to give it to you right now. Uh, coming out of the Nebula region, I picked Apollo 11. And, and, good and, choice. Good and, choice, yeah. And going up against Ares 1, you have some of the old and some of the brand new. Very really good. brand new going against each other. Classic in, matchup. In that uh, final four matchup. And out of the stellar region, I have the Rovers. And out of uh, Horizon, I have the HyperX X43. Nice, Arrow. Ni- yeah, nice. Very good. That's a, actually, that's a darn good selection, sir. Uh, I have Hubble coming out of Nebula. Yes. Uh, you know, Hubble, Apollo 11, it's a toss-up at that point. Uh, Galaxy, I have Bell X1. I mean, I just think Bell X1 stuttered off in the aeronautics uh, for supersonic flight. The right stuff. I like that. That's right. Chuck Yeager. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stellar Region, I got Mars Rovers. Uh, I have to agree with Miles. And I've always loved the, the Mars Rover missions. I think they've done a great job over the last five years. And still kicking. It's still kicking. That's, that's right. True. And finally, uh, out of the Horizon Region, this was probably my toughest region, uh, but I selected the Cassini-Huygens mission. Uh, due to the fact that it was a it was a double combo where he had the Cassini satellite and also the Huygens probe that that landed on Titan. So okay, so for my final four, I also had from the stellar region Mars rovers. Uh, obvious Good reasons. Choice. For uh, Horizon, I had a, a unique pick to everyone, STS-1. It's a sentimental favorite of mine uh, and very important, That's obviously. That's a good pick. I mean, yeah, that, uh, pick. I'll buy that. And I, I actually agreed with you, uh, Franklin, with Ares-1. Yeah. It was a toss-up between right. Bell X, but uh, Ares-1, I think, is important. And now, my uh, out of Nebula. Tough region. Yes, my Arrow pick, which is actually has spawned the greatest NASA spinoff ever. The U-2 and the ER-2. That The ER-2 mission is my pick. That's crazy talk, man. No, 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 no because it's the, a spinoff, though. Uh, the Irish rock band U-2. So, actually, NASA is responsible for some of the greatest music we've had over the past 20 years. And, I'll go further, if ER-2 wins, U-2 is going to play on NASA Edge. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> and, right. In fact, the Edge of U-2 will play on NASA Edge. It's just perfect. Wow. Yeah. You, how far did you dig for that? That's <laughs> a common knowledge. Who'd you have uh, for the winner? Power 11. Uh, that's a safe choice. That's a, that's a very good choice. Wow, that's a solid choice. It is. And I had Mars Rovers. Neither one sang at the inauguration. You've got the uh, Field of 64 announced. Uh, you've heard it from the experts and from uh, some Facebook friends. <laughs> yes. uh, now it's your time to vote. Voting starts March 19th. You actually can go to the website now, download the brackets in PDF format, or look at it online. Yep. 
We've got placards that give the summaries and some fun facts and, and photos of each of the missions so you can learn all about the 64 different missions that are out there. And we look forward to uh, seeing the greatest mission of 2009. So for folks out there like Michael at ATK, when he's in the cafeteria watching NASA Edge, it'll be a good reminder to go and, and vote. Hey, you're watching the 2009 Mission Madness Selection Show. Brought to you by NASA Edge. And sponsored by Rock Group YouTube. <laughs> I guarantee I can get them here. Crazy talk. I can get them here. No. If they vote, they'll, they'll be here. Me and Bono.